Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Uh, this week's episode has a, a title and a subtitle. Um, <laughs> you'll understand why. Uh, this ep- this week's episode is titled "There's Some Woes in This House," um, and we we had to fight Daryl tooth and nail to not include the second part as as the real title because uh i think it's genius but daryl daryl thinks it's genius but uh he wanted to title this episode pig herpes heritage (laughs) yes yes long and hard about that title people and if you understand the relation here and you're laughing your butt off you're my kind of people all right. <laughs> and if you're not connecting the dots, this week we are talking about Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <sighs> <laughs> okay. I, need to find a, I think I need to find you're a one shot. I need yeah. to find a one shot sound effect for. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's too All bad. right. It was a bit of a hairy situation when this game first came out, but we are glad to see so many people got it sorted out and played the game. Uh, This massive franchise has given us another magical piece of fanfare to realize the wizard in all of us. Don't quit edge or snitch on us as we Travers. The fuck is Travers? It's a character name. Oh, into the immersive world of Hogwarts Legacy. Roll up a Dobby, take a big (laughs) hit, (laughs) and relax as we sweep you off your feet and send bolts of brilliance into your ear holes. Nice. I'm very glad we, I'm glad we didn't go with the, uh... Pig herpes. Yeah, yeah, it's totally it. We're just haters. Yeah. So we, uh, I think, have all three of you played it or just Trevor and Jordan? Just Trevor and Jordan. Yeah. yeah. This uh, Harry Potter ain't my shit. I don't <laughs> care. Uh, was, you somehow missed all of Harry Potter by like a year. Same with like Pokemon. You were just like that one year too much. You're just like, yeah, nah, I'm too cool for that. You know yeah, what, I though? Also, <laughs> I, I also missed the Harry Potter wave. Like I, yeah. the my high school girlfriend was really into it. I think I think I read one of the books just out of like. I just want to clarify. This is when Kyle was also in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about Thank a you. real big wave. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was never it was never my thing. Um, yeah, Harry Potter just meh. So I, I I get the hype. I get I understand why so many people were so excited because I saw some of the earlier Harry Potter video games and they were not great. Oh, like they so never really. Old. Yeah. And they just yeah. don't do it justice, you know. So, you know, seeing this and seeing the the amount of effort and, you know, care and attention that the developers put into it. Um, you know, it, it it's no wonder that it, it got the hype that it did. Um, there's some it's people like a it's kind of like a fable esque or like a reckoning kind of vibe, a little bit, like, yeah, like yeah. your how you tune your character and the decisions you made kind of affected what was going to happen 
Oh, we'll more, get than, more than other games. Yeah. yeah. We'll I also that. saw on TikTok some some like Elden Ring Harry Potter comparisons <laughs> just yeah. because some of the boss fights were hard. Or it's just because people who've never played video games before are now playing these games that might be a bit challenging. I think it's the oh, latter. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's definitely <laughs> okay. the latter for sure. I'd so, be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that I saw a lot of videos of people modding their broomsticks into Shrek. <laughs> <Just> Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I think I also saw and Thomas. Around. I yeah. also saw Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you modders. Yeah. Tickle my I, fancy. <laughs> I did. I did see one where they modded one of like Harry's wands into like a pistol. Oh, they made the gun. Yeah, they made. Yeah. A gun. Yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Not great, given the current. No, that's climate. Old, that is an old ass joke. I think that's from like Vine when people edited that into the original. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Old, old joke. yeah. yeah. Still even, good. Yeah. I've even seen uh, the guy from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I've seen him. Oh, yeah. it, it oh shit. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, it's pretty impressive what people have done. Um, so Trevor Jordan, you guys are going to be our um sorting hats in this sort of situation. Um you're I almost I almost said Gandalf, but that's not No, they're gonna bring no. down the Dumbledore and give us yeah. a wine. <laughs> <laughs> give us a snape give us a snape peek at the uh <laughs> um you just slitherined that one in there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not. They're not going to tell us a little bit. They're going to tell us McGonagall of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm making puns about things I don't know about. I know. It's just I so know. everyone is aware. Yeah. I, I have watched in university. I watched all the Harry Potter movies in a row with my roommates at the time. Shout out to my boy Craig, the man. Uh, but that's the only time I've ever watched them. Yeah. <laughs> I've never watched them any other time. Daryl's just getting Weasley in here while the other two talk. So, yeah, yeah. For for reference, once I started playing this, my wife and I actually recently just like Carol and I watched all of the movies in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> nice. Just out of like pure research, I was like, "Well, we haven't watched them in a long time." I was like, "Let's see what like kind of what they did." Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually it was actually pretty good to compare the two, which is okay. interesting to see. So when when does this actually like take place? So this is like 19, like early 1900s. So this is like pre, pre Dumbledore, pre Harry Potter, pre um, Voldemort, like everything like that. Like this is ye old Hogwarts, right? Because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's old, it's old Scotland. Yeah. Um, and so like, but they have tons of references, right? Like there's a Weasley, but she's one of the professors. But you're thinking you're like, this is like one or two generations beforehand. Okay. Um, so they have a couple tidbits, and you know, obviously, like pretty obvious Easter. Some fan service. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's well before. So like, all of your outfits you get are these like, they're fucking ridiculous. If you've watched, if you've seen anything of this game, you create your character, and then within ten minutes, you look like a fucking clown. Um, <laughs> like every single hat is stupid. Like it's not just a top. It's not just a top hat. It's like a striped clown top hat. You've got like lizard eye glasses uh, right on some of the cloaks and stuff are pretty ridiculous but it is yeah. supposed to be kind of that like industrial revolution england kind of mm. like, um mm-hmm. 
think of like Robert Downey Jr.'s like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of that's that a good comparison. Yeah. Kind of era. Kind of steampunk, kind of just, yeah, a lot of weird shit. Yeah, the outfits that I've seen look pretty cool. Like there's lots of there, different things. There's some good ones and there's some terrible ones. The greatest yeah. thing is um, part of the like achievement unlockables. Plus when you get new items, you unlock all of the looks and you can trans like in the menu, you can transmog everything to look like anything you've unlocked. Oh, oh sweet. So you oh, can I love that. like I have I have hats turned off because I find all the hats to be fucking stupid. Um, <laughs> the only one I would wear, you can get like a night helmet. Like you look like one of the, the night oh, hats. Sweet. So you just got this like yeah. metal helmet on. But like that you can turn them off. Um and then you can kind of pick your look if you're that particular. Oh, it's mm-hmm. nice too, because the transmog stuff doesn't cost anything. No. So you can change as many times as you want. You can rotate a, a bunch of different pieces. Um, and, and there's no currency attached to it. So it definitely lets you experiment and kind of like mix and match different sets, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. Gives well, you like a little that. more freedom that way. Yeah. Yeah. If you find something cool, you're like, oh, I like this like color pattern. Then you can like adjust the rest of your outfit to match it. Yeah. No, okay. Yeah. But just be aware all the hats are dumb. <laughs> so to, to, to be honest a lot of the glasses are dumb too yes um, yeah. i i found like this like s- sort of shaded tinted glass uh, set of sunglasses early on in the game and i wore those the entire game because there was nothing else that looked even remotely they have the like slinky they have one that's two chameleon eyes and they're different colors and they're huge you can get like butterfly glasses. You can get the ones that, like Jordan's talking about. You can get another variation that's shades, but it's also got the sunglasses on the side. Oh, like motion, they look like those motion sickness glasses. Right. Like they're just yeah. and like half moons and like lots of stuff like that. But some of them are now, just so bad. Do the cosmetic stuff do anything for like stats at all? Or is it just no. pure cosmetics? The, the item has its own stats. So it's got okay. like, it's it's a very fable diablo any kind of game tier yeah. system so you've got green blue purple gold items that have uh, i love that like, that's just like the default rpg from, from <laughs> I want, like where did that hey, start where like where did that actually was, start yeah, i'm pretty sure that was diablo hmm. it, i feel was, like that's a blizzard thing. like they kind of yeah. cornered the color of those items. they're definitely yeah they definitely made it mainstream i would say yeah but yeah, so you get like everything's got a a level. So you if you have to unlock it based on character level, and then it's got like a stat to it. So whether it's defense, whatever, um, and it gives you the really easy comparison of like big green arrow, big red arrow of like this is up, this is down, this is better, this is worse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's a whole other system of like modifications, which is so fucking confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the modifications. That, yeah, the modifications were interesting because like. Number one, they were they were a little bit hard to kind of follow, um, but also they were they get, get very expensive very quickly, and so to get some of the really high end mods or or some of the more powerful ones, uh, you would have to either spend a couple hours grinding out like crafting materials from the the fantastic beasts that you've <laughs> saved. By by grinding out, you mean feeding animals and brushing them. Correct. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So, like, it, you can you can tell they definitely uh, they definitely went like Diablo light 
you know, yes. with, with the mechanics, mm-hmm. like, Hey, we want this to be accessible for everybody. We want it to be very easy. as Trevor said, you know, green arrow, red arrow, is it better? Is it worse? But a lot of the stuff it, until the end of the game, like you're not reading a paragraph of buffs and nerfs and like this ups it by 2.7% for blocking. Like it doesn't do any yeah. of that shit. Um, so nice. yeah, yeah. It, it definitely streamlines the process. But for those people that are looking for more of that, like heavy D RPG type mechanic, um, it is there, but uh, yeah, it's just kind of annoying it's, that it's, the whole crafting thing. It's like a force. It's not a paywall of money. It's like a paywall of your time that you just could yeah. not like, unless you were super into Harry Potter or like fantastic beasts. Yeah. So part of this for Kyle and Daryl, uh, Daryl will probably know what the room of requirement is. Um, so that becomes like your hub. So you can decorate it. Like it's insane. Oh like God. Cool. This room. So mm. two of the things that I hate about it. Um, no. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, All right. it's, got, it's got so much forced interaction. So there's items that yeah. you can come across that are unidentified. So to identify those items and you have a very limited inventory quantity, you have to do a lot of okay. challenges to like open inventory slots. Yeah. So you have you have limited items, so you can sell them off, destroy them, whatever. And honestly, destroying them makes more sense because like you you come across stuff all the time. It's always a little bit better. It doesn't matter. But if you get unidentified stuff, you have to go back to the room of requirement to like a um, one of your items that like identifies stuff. It's like a table. So that's all right. You get to Decker Kane. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah same, same thing. it's constantly forcing you back into this room and you're like, okay, well, I was going to go do a quest, but now I have to go do this because I can't pick up any items. Yeah. And then one of the things you also unlock is like a greenhouse. It's supposed to be like the crystal palace for anyone who knows what that is. Um, and it's like a, it's a room within a room and it's where you keep your, your rescuing beasts, AKA like catching Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Even, even though half of them seem like they're fine you're just like abducting them it's like a duffel bag too you're putting them into your, mm-hmm. your personal zoo out of yeah. protection it's very british right it's don't very, worry uh, i'll save you from the normal outside world where you can graze on everything and put you in this bag and into my room yeah. it's very british colonizer-esque uh, yes i'm going to save you from yourself yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god. So then you're in this like zoo, and what you have to do is you have to feed them, and then you brush them, and you get like essentially you're just like checking two boxes, and then they give you a feather. Like if it's a bird, they yeah. give you their feather. That feather then is the crafting material to get the buffs for your armor. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So it's just like I don't want to go in here. I don't care. Like especially if you're not doing side quests, you're just like I could. I was just waiting for it to be like. And it puts the feather in its cap. No, God, no. <laughs> and called it macaroni. <laughs> it's de- it, it's definitely one of the one of the big gripes that this game has. And I think, to be honest, in like open world RPGs, the kind of like this genre basically dominates the the gaming space right now. Is like open world with RPG mechanics. Like everything seems yeah. to be in that realm. And I have an issue with games that are in that genre where they force a bunch of mechanics or a bunch of stuff like the room of requirement, but the payout doesn't come even close to the time commitment that you would have to put into it. Um, Like a lot of it honestly is purely just cosmetics or like if you're a Twitch streamer, 
and you're like, hey, come check on my custom room of I requirements. Swear. Like I spent, you know, 20 hours building this. Welcome to my episode room. of MTV oh. Cribs, Hogwarts oh, okay. Legacy Edition. I, I, yeah. spent, I spent 200 bucks to pay a kid to put this together for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and like there's no payoff for it. You can you can fully customize the entire thing. And there's there's two two huge rooms or three huge massive. rooms. I like think you can th- expand it to three, yeah. Yeah, so like there's three massive rooms that you can customize everything from the the material of the floor to the color of the paint to chandeliers that you put up and stuff um, at least in hot wheels i got to race in that room after yeah yeah this <laughs> this doesn't give you anything for yeah that. this is purely fan service like if anyone remembers yeah. like from like was it pokemon ruby sapphire like when you had your base building like it yeah. does nothing it does nothing to the game I think like Jordan's saying, if you're bringing in a lot of people that maybe don't play a lot of video games, it's like, this is like, oh, I want to go in and make my own room that's like really cool. It's like Harry Potter Sims. Sort of. I was literally thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, because you're in your house, you're in your house and you have like your bedroom, which like kind of references like Harry Potter, right? But it's it's literally a bed in a room. You're you're never there. Um, So this is kind of that space where you can make it your own, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I can see the payoff for some people but I mean I, for Jordan I'm like no I'm here for the like the meat and potatoes of the game like this is not yeah. where I want to be spending my time so sorry to, to jump in with the I looked it up <laughs> all the itemization stuff uh, that is from Diablo yeah not surprised yeah. no uh, but they, they actually took it from a like a a very old like na- very old 1990 um, RPG game called Angband, which was kind of like a no one's RPG. Like it was, it was not. If you said it was very, game, very old, understood, but yeah. yeah. But no, Diablo, Diablo two popularized the uh, game the, was good in 1990, but it was like <laughs> Doom, <laughs> Whoa! Te- Tetris, two yeah. D side scrollers. That's about yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, itemization diablo shout out yeah. diablo i mean yeah that's more I, you know. I, gotta, I gotta say a big shout out to this game everything is customizable like you can pick what what your broom looks like you can like edit the handle on your wand you get to make your wand like if, if that's you're crazy a hogwarts geek you get to pick like how long is it how how flexible is it what is it oh my of? god it's it's a process so, so all the potter heads just like came uh, in their pants at that part yeah. of the game just, just explosions. <laughs> <laughs> my wand. Yeah. It's like, oh, my container. <laughs> yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, definitely there's a lot of fan service. There's uh, lots of Easter eggs uh, in there too for the guys that are like. F- combed through the books with a fine tooth comb. Um, oh, it's the, the level of detail, that's impressive. the one thing I have to say. The level of detail from like referencing the movies, which like progressed kind of what Hogwarts looked like inside and outside yeah. mm. the books, they fucking nailed it. Like, I don't yeah. think I've ever been in a game inside a building that was that complicated. Really? Like, every corridor, like the bathrooms, the rooms, like everything like you can get lost so easy in there 
Because yeah, like, the, that the, the moaning Myrtle or whatever is that? She is not there yet. She hasn't died yet. That oh, hasn't okay. happened. But there are like there's the the one ghost there that gets ghosts, like yeah. neglected in all of the movies is Peeves, who's like a clown. He's an absolute asshole. So all yeah, the other ghosts are like he's a fucking dick in this game yeah. too. All the other ghosts are like see through. Getting on my pet Peeves. Yeah, he is full color. <laughs> yes, that's I'm pretty sure that's why they named him that because it's just he is an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, like it is. It is really cool to see. I mean, obviously, a lot of the movies take largely take place largely in the school or in like confined areas. Uh, yeah. This is one of the first times I think for kind of this world where you're able to step outside the front door of the school, hop on a broom, and just fly. If, and, if you can, yeah. <laughs> With yeah, some of the broom flying mechanics are fucking weird, but. Yeah. Um, now, can you play Quidditch in it? No. no. I, that was my question. Oh. So everyone so had this gripe, and if you know what Quidditch is, Quidditch would be a fucking horrible single-player game. Yeah, it yeah. would make you, sense in single-player. Because player. you have a goalie, you have people trying to score on the goalie, and then you have a person chasing the snitch, which essentially wins you the game. So how, do you manage all of those people? Do you play as one person? Because Turn-based. It's... Like, I, I understand why they left it out because trying to make it into a video game seems kind of impossible. Like, it seems they kind should of bad. just put Blitzball yeah. in there, it would have made it <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Yeah. So yeah. much better. Yeah. Like, I, I get but, people's gripes, it's a huge part of the world, but yeah. I, I don't understand how they would make it work with the mechanics of a video game to be fun Quidditch 2k well, and, then, <laughs> yeah. and then they kept they kept like everybody that you know dives into the rumor mill after that and oh they're just they took it out so that they could add it in later as dlc and it's like for a single player game why like what's the benefit why would they do no. that no I think they'll ever release it i think it would be a fucking horrible video game yeah and like there are there are other mini games and stuff in this anyway um, yeah. I know some people had difficulty with uh, with this one particular one, uh, but like basically it's a it's like a game board with balls at the end, <laughs> and and you have to Little use balls. your wand to to roll them towards Ooh. you, and the closer they get to you without <laughs> falling off the ledge, you score higher points. It's like reverse um, shuffleboard. Get yeah. your head out of the gutter, Daryl. It's reverse yeah. shuffleboard. <laughs> so there's a wand and some balls. Got yes, it. Got it. Correct. You have to point your hand at these balls. But like that game, I actually, I actually really enjoyed. Um, yeah. I thought it was fun. It was challenging as you get later into the game. Uh, like to me, that was a perfect replacement for not having Quidditch. Like I was fine to play that, and mm -hmm. Quidditch didn't cross my mind once. Being like, man, I wish we had that. So um, they. I wish it was in the game and it played like NHL '94. It was just like, <laughs> super janky. That's a very niche reference, Daryl. That's a very niche reference. Boost, boost. Yeah. NHL like just, 94. Like, as soon as you push the direction, your guy is just veering super hard in that direction and you can't slow down. And I do have time. I got two questions, Jordan. One, yeah. what was your house? And two, do you remember what you named your character? I'm curious uh, if you did something stupid. <laughs> well, I think I just called. I think I just used my name. Pringleberry. Uh, uh, like yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do anything. Squish Maloish. <laughs> um, I was. Uh, I was Ravenclaw, though. That was the house oh, I was okay. sorted into. Um, 
for Daryl and Kyle, when you get sorted, uh, initially you can change it. Um, and so if you're you not happy did. with, well, yeah, yeah, basically if you're not happy with the one that you got sorted into, you're going to Gryffindor. No, fuck you. I'm going to Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Well, so, essentially you do the, yeah. the Buzzfeed quiz from 2006 of which house. Uh, are you? Yeah. And yeah. then it tells you what you should be. But then I guess nice. like, if you're doing multiple playthroughs, you can then choose to be in different houses. Like, yeah. if, cause there are, well, I thought you had like the LeBron James effect of just choosing Take what team you wanted to, to go to. Uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. Actually. I'm not going to sign here. I'm going to take my talents to Slytherin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah so, Ravenclaw was my initial choice, and I stuck with it. I was happy yeah. with the with the decision of the sorting hat. Yeah, I was. I Trevor? was the same. I so I was Ravenclaw as well, and my guy ended up making this like super posh looking dude. So I named him Augustus Cromwell the Third. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So good. Well played. Uh, All right. Augustus. Augustus. Well, maybe we'll we'll, we'll take a minute from Augustus here. Um I think I think we'll we'll uh cast a little bit of a, a spell to segue. Seguionis. Uh, awful. <laughs> Terrible. Cut that out. Awful. Don't leave that in. Abraham, uh, don't do that again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, casting Crucio on everyone's brains after that one. Um, so, George... What? He said he knows one. Yeah. I watched the movies, okay? I'm not completely stupid. Um, jury's still out on that, but like, yeah. he, neither here nor there. Uh, Jordan, I think it's uh, it's a treasure trove week, buddy. Let's what do you it. get? Treasure trove. So this week is uh, something a little different from uh, for me, but uh, I stumbled across this game probably uh, almost a year ago and scooped it up uh, a little little while ago, but uh, it's called Soundfall. Um, it's a top-down roguelike um, twin-stick shooter. Um, but mm-hmm. the interesting thing is it's... Uh, did you guys remember Patapon on the PSP back in the day? Nope. No? Nobody? Okay. No. Uh, it, it, was, it was a rhythm-based game. Note. Um, and that's what Soundfall is. So all of your shooting, dodging, and like melee combat is to the beat of whatever song is playing in that level. Oh, oh! And so nice. if you if you hit uh, like consistently with the rhythm, uh, your attacks will be more powerful. You'll be able to get like more dodges in in a row type thing. Um. The, that the sounds sorry no no go ahead. You, no that sounds like didn't a game like that come out very recently that was like so it's skating one not skating but it was like a it was high, like a cell shaded so hi-fi rush hi-fi rush Xbox. that's the one yeah yeah so yeah the the kind of the kind of three that i had in my head was uh, was hi-fi rush which is definitely a like a higher polish larger budget game compared to soundfall for sure 
um, and then pat upon for anybody that uh, that had the PSP back in the day. Um, like pat upon was a big a big franchise. I think they did two or three games in that series. I've never um, even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you base, <laughs> it's PSP. We're the big franchise. <laughs> yeah, you you, ba- you basically control um, like an army of pygmy fighters, and Sweet. same and same thing. It's all to the rhythm of mm-hmm. this music. Uh, but yeah, you know, honestly, it's really good. The music, surprisingly, like it's not my genre of music typically, but there was a lot of the levels where like I'm bopping my head to the music, or I'm like tapping my foot. Um, at one, at one point, uh, at one point, my girlfriend came into the room and she was like, like, Hey, this is, this is pretty fucking catchy. Can we get a night at the Roxbury rhythm game? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just hit X every time. They... <laughs> oh, hell you, yeah. me, yeah. you, me, you, me. <laughs> Banging soundtrack. Great. Yeah. Throwback soundtrack. Oh, so good. <laughs> what um... is love? <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, like I said, it's not something that would typically be on my list, but like at the end of every level, you open up a treasure chest, you get a bunch of loot, um, you know, the, the weapons are super cool. The the sh- the shotgun is like a boom box. Uh, there's an, an automatic weapon, which is like a which is like a guitar keyboard type thing. Um, you know, so they, they had some fun with it, with the, with the weapons and everything, but, um, yeah, you know, pretty cheap game. It's not too expensive. If you're looking for something a little different, um, it's basically like a roguelike shooter meets rock band, I guess. All right. We'd all be really good at it. If anyone's watched our rock band clips, yeah. mm-hmm. no, please don't watch the rock band. We clips. are basically a band. I mean, if if they ever make a Creed video game, I mean, we're going to be at the top of the leaderboards for that show. Oh, you could say, we'll take you higher. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they would welcome us with arms wide open. (laughs) Those are the only two Creed songs I know. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the only two you need to know. Yeah. Absolutely. But All right. uh, Soundfall. Check it out, people. Soundfall. With arms just... wide open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why. As soon as Jordan called it Soundfall, I just wanted to be like, it was the rhythm of the night. Of the night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> night. I don't know why. That's why I oh, yeah. music to this game. But... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, okay, so... So to, to bring it back, we heard a lot of things you guys liked about the game. Did you do you have any big gripes from it? Oh, oh, Trevor's lo- Trevor's Where loading up here. Flying. <laughs> flying is dumb. <laughs> from everything that I saw, the flying mechanics and the like, even directional movement of flying looked so janky and so oh. bad. So it it can be smooth. The flying mechanic in terms of the way the game works, cool. The broom yeah. is a great idea for like transversing the landscape. They've got like courses and stuff to do. Like there's all sorts of shit to do with it. They made it the worst fucking mechanic I've ever <laughs> seen in any flying game ever. So your left stick is your left and right. So it's your it's your turning. Your left stick okay. is turning, and your right stick is like pitch. 
And so if you turn your right stick to the side, that's also your camera. Yeah. Oh, no. R2, so R2 makes you go. So it's like a car. And then there's like a boost mechanic. But the issue is. It's the nitrous, to, boys. Like the easiest fix. Like I, I went into the menu to specifically look if there was one stick flying to see if that was an option. And it is like you can do invert and whatever. But the issue is you've got you've got two sticks doing two very different things to the way they normally work in an RPG. <laughs> and in, in a flying and it's setting even awful. It's so bad. Like why would you why would you reinvent the wheel on something that like countless games have done flying mechanics? Oh. Well and it would have it would have like, been it's not so even hard. Why would they make it complicated? It it would have been just as easy to move your boost from the trigger to X or A or A. For well, you need Xbox. both thumbs. You need both thumbs to freaking steer the boat. But but that's but that's my point though. Is like move that and then just move all the movements of the flying to one stick. That that and was so my thought was. And then do like just make trig- triggers stick. up and down or something. Yeah, yeah. No, use tr- the triggers to like go up and down if you wanted to. But... No, the left should be up, down, everything, and the right should just be the New fucking camera, camera. Yes. like every th- other flying game. Yes, <laughs> like, that was my immediate response. I'm like, this is so stupid. I was like, you need to make yeah. The left stick is everything directional. The right stick is the camera, yeah. and, and it just follows the keep, camera. And then you can still keep the well. No, even if you're like yeah. looking sideways while you're flying straight this way. Okay, like you can figure yeah. that out, right? But it's yeah, yeah. It's so long because you try and turn and you forget which stick it is, and so then you're like, and then the if issue you're is like that, Lego Marvel Heroes Two has better flying mechanics than yes. Hogwarts Legacy. Like, that's a problem. Sixty Four has a better flying mechanic in this game. Yeah. Oh my god. But, I mean, Star Fox Sixty Four only had one stick, so yeah. It's, it's almost like when you get too many chefs in the kitchen that yes. are all trying to do the same thing, and then they're like, "Let's over-engineer the fuck out of this." Just just because we have to justify our job. Is like, flying kind of what it feels like. Like, is it's, it like a heavy component? So there's there's getting around, and then there's, if you want to upgrade your broom, you have to do, like, flying courses. And so yeah. there's, like, boosts, and you've got to go through gates and shit. Like, it can get oh, really fuck. hard, because if you start panicking, you're you're dead in the water. It's so... Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, like, as part of a collectible, if you're, like, a trophy hunter, you've got to pop, like, there's balloon courses, so you've got to, like, hit these balloons. Um, but these issues, if you stop and you're trying to like turn, like say like if it's a round stick, like you're trying to turn like five, 10, 15 degrees, <laughs> it's like you're, you're like jerking to the sides and yeah. it's not smooth at all. It's like, I'm just trying to spin in place and it's just like throwing your character around. It's like, <laughs> yeah. guys, this, like, you didn't have to make it this complicated. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, all right, a lot you guys. of that oversteering. Who's our flying department? Somebody call over the guys at Ace Combat. Tell them to go fuck themselves. And then let's make the worst <laughs> flying mechanic ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Yeah. So that is, yeah. that is my biggest takeaway is the flying is kind of dumb. Yeah. All right. It looked bad. It looked, yeah. it looked bad. The videos I saw, yeah. that was, a, that was a major complaint. Was if, from if what I was mostly because Daryl was watching ones with Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, modders, yeah. you nailed that one. That was yeah. funny as hell. Oh, if, you're, so if you're like going across the map and you're kind of in the rhythm and you have a lot of time to make decisions, it's not so bad. If you're doing like a race course, it's awful. It gets or tough. trying to do anything yeah. like oh. fine, like fine aim, it's terrible. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Gross. Jordan. Um, Grape away, my friend. 
so probably my biggest gripe and i think it kind of it kind of speaks to a larger issue but I'll, I'll break it down first with this game so um for for me it's just it's the i'm gonna call it shovelware um it, it's the bloated aspect of this game there's uh so they've got merlin trials which are basically just puzzles Really uh, simple puzzles yeah just thrown across the world um the more merlin trials that you complete you can upgrade like your ultimate ability bar um and so your ability also, to avada cadaver everyone no you have, that's a different thing because oh. doesn't it also it also upgrades your backpack doesn't it like your carrying capacity mm, one of them does weird. i can't remember if it's the yeah. merlin ones or the other ones yeah i can't remember um but there, there's, there's like a hundred of them in the fucking game, and they're oh, all. Oh no, over it's the like place. the Riddler clues in the. Oh yes. yeah, Arkham and, series. And <laughs> some, and some of the Merlin trials can't be physically can't be completed if you don't have certain abilities. Oh. And and so like you might stumble across one, and you're like, oh cool, I guess I'm gonna fuck myself and just. <laughs> not do this because try and remember this yeah like i'm gonna have to put a marker here and remember that i need to do it um and they don't so show up on the map at all they, they, do, they do but that that's kind of another thing with this game is some icons disappear depending on how zoomed in or out you are on the map mm. and so some of the stuff you have to like zoom in super fucking close for it to even pop on the map uh, oh, that's unfortunate so that's yeah, super annoying too the map's a little odd. Um, yeah, I actually had this conversation with uh, with Retro and uh, Jack. Uh, shout out to both both of them, Retro Edge Art. Uh, both guys have been guest speakers for us in uh, previous episodes, uh, but we are actually talking about that today with just open world RPGs in general and how much just bloated shit is in those games. <laughs> Um, you know, like not everything needs to be in an 80 hour, you know, grind fest to get, tro you know, Riddler trophies and, uh, you know, all the other bullshit just to justify a game being long enough. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, 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 I know I'm kind of going off the rails here, but I'm curious about your guys' thoughts on this. I, I hear a lot of people comment on games where they won't pay full price for it unless it has a certain amount of game hours. So like if it's a 50 hour game, uh, you know, they'll pay full price. But if it's only like a 15 hour game, well, then it, I, it, it's not worth my time. I think but. I think the, the price point needs to reflect the time. Like if it's a 15 hour game and it's polished, like, am I going to pay the same as like a triple a brand new release, like $9,500 in Canada now? No, <laughs> dude, fucking games are like 90 something dollars now. Yeah. If that, it's, that's a tough call. Like it's, it's a matter of like, yes, the, the time justification, but also like the, the polish justification as well like if people have put a lot of hours into the game and it's a 15 hour game i'll pay most of a full price game you know like i i if do it's a deserve an hour game i think that that's a 60 dollar or less <clears throat> price tag yeah 
Yeah. But I also so think you, if it's an 80 hour game, but like half of that shit, I'm not even going to do because it's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. like that's that's part of the problem, right? Is like, like well, it's 80 hours to it. do everything. It's like, well, you made everything a million miles apart. There's no fast yeah. travel. And it's well, that's that's, that's it's why stupid. I appreciate some of these reviews too. will look at time to completion for like main quest and then time for full complete. Yes, because that's usually I find is a better gauge. For myself, and, at least. Yeah. And it definitely relates to more people, too, because there are some people who are like, I'm going to do everything I can in this game. Like, I'm going to replay it three times. Yeah. So if you tell me there's eight yeah. hours, like, that's 240 hours worth of, like, my time. That's worth it. And I, like, for me, yeah. like, that's my caveat is, like, replayability. If you have yeah. a 15-hour game, but it's easily replayable and a lot of the game facets change based off of, you know, yeah. If, if Hogwarts was a 20-hour game and it changed completely depending on what house you were in and I had to make four different characters to play the like different houses or whatever, I'm in. I'm, yeah. I'm full I'm full on board with that. Right. Um I think that's the draw of like open world or like roguelike games too, right? Like yeah. the replayability. I think that's why we've seen such a resurgence of that genre in the last few yeah. years with games like Hades and um dead cells yeah you know dead cells as well like hell even even elden ring right like you can play yeah. different classes it is completely different yeah like Elden ring is a heavy game that game has a shitload of stuff in yeah. it yeah that's something i struggle with a lot with with open world games like i you know for those 80 hour type games honestly i can only play maybe two of those a year Mm-hmm. like like i try to <laughs> i try to sprinkle in yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> two different gaming mindsets yeah. here like like yeah. like I, I i try and sprinkle in so like here I'll, I'll use a i'll use an example so hogwarts legacy i put um i put about i think 35 hours into that game um and then really the next thing i went into was uh was ruined king and ruined king i was able to beat in about 18 mm-hmm. um you know and like completely different gameplay styles too so like i don't know about you guys but i definitely get open worlds fatigue like yeah. i can't play open yeah. world rpg games back to back to back to back i always try and find something else to throw in <laughs> the middle and I know Daryl is the exception to this. Just to this. Excuse myself here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> myself out. Yeah. You know, but like for me, I you know I I did Hogwarts, then I did Ruined King, uh, and then my next one was Dead Space, and Dead Space was like a twelve-hour game, but that game it was phenomenal from start to finish and super polished. Pure story. Um, yeah, yeah, pure story. Um, you know, and then like. I've got The Witcher Three sitting oh, on God. my, uh, sitting on burning my a hole drive. in your hard drive. Yeah, there's a hundred hours. Yeah, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, fuck. I don't think I can start that yet. Like, I don't think I'm ready for that type of time commitment. He's not ready to love again. No, for this not. video game. Easy there, no. Geralt. I wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> so I don't know. That's just that's just a, an issue I have, and and it started with Hogwarts, where I just reminded me again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. the same issue I had with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That game. Oh, that was, game was bloated. 
That game was fun for about 20 hours, but there's another 60 of side content that's just bullshit. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's um, too bad. Yeah, I did. I, I felt like Horizon didn't need to be as long as it was. Like there no. was a bunch of shit in that. No, there's way too many side quests. And there were some parts of going back in God of War. I was even like, Ugh, okay, come on. Yeah, like, I agree I just too. Want to finish this, like I didn't even this. platinum the second one. I was just like, uh, I quitter. I <laughs> yeah, you quitter. Don't worry, don't worry, like, Cal. I didn't either. Yeah, those games are like. Same thing. Like those games have incredible story. Yeah. Like yeah. Really, really good immersive story that I wish like they just you you really need to lean in on that and the narrative and like get rid of the fluff. Like, yeah. well, it's Horizon it didn't need it didn't need those those races. It didn't need the it all it, like it didn't even need that fucking chess game. It doesn't even need the hunting grounds. Honestly, like. Well, it, it what, about the, what about the combo practicer? Oh, God. Oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. Whatever. It, it, turn, it, it, it turns my rose-colored, my rose-tinted glasses to shit-tinted glasses with a lot of games. Because, mm. like, if I, like, God of War is a great example. I finished that story. I did probably 70% of the side stuff. And, right, and that game is phenomenal. I loved it start to finish. I have very fond memories about that game. I know for a fact if I tried to grind out the rest of it and try to platinum it, my thoughts of that game would not be as positive as they are. Um, totally. It, it, it's the same thing with Horizon Forbidden West. Like that, The story is actually very good, but I'm with you guys. A lot of the shit that I remember from that game are things like the stupid races, the, <laughs> the million icons on the map when you open up your mini-map. Um, you know, like I, I think about a lot of the negative things in that game. Um, and I think that that's an open world RPG issue right now. And yeah. again, going back to Hogwarts, um, that, that was my biggest gripe with, with this game for sure, yeah. is it falls into Whereas a like, lot of the same problems. Which is, which is this funny. Is where, uh, no, go ahead, Trev. You go say, first. Go oh, I was gonna say, cause like, this is the problem is like, we haven't even talked about the story of Hogwarts. No, like that has been <laughs> not even on the radar of this episode, right? It's just like no. So where where are we? Yeah. So I was gonna say like that is the beauty, and like we've pumped it up enough. But like that to me was the beauty of Elden Ring was the side quests gave you different weapons, like that mm -hmm. had, had a purpose, yeah. and like you were rewarded with finding different things or unlocking quests later on by doing certain things. Yeah. None of that was forced. None of it was like, if you don't do this, you won't get anything or like whatever. Yeah. And it didn't feel, it didn't feel grindy to me. I liked going no. into like every new spot and doing like, it still held true to what the game was at its core. It yes. is go and find the next thing. Like you have to mm -hmm. fucking explore and do it. Go kill something. Go get to the bottom of this cave. Like, see what's yeah. down there. Yeah, explore. And, and occasionally go, oh, uh, you. Would oh, I'm get... gonna get a new summon. Like, yeah. sick. And occasionally, yeah. with that, you would get story because then you would get yes. a yeah, like, maybe not critical to the main story, but you would still get a a piece. Like, you'd meet a new person, yeah. right? Like, you you yeah. get some extra. I don't need mini games. I, no. I don't need. I don't need mini games yeah. in these games anymore. That's a JRPG thing that is leaking yes. into mainstream mm -hmm. RPG. 
Yeah. Yes. It's not necessary. Yeah. I think, I think that also ties in a little bit. Like it makes sense. I understand Hogwarts. Like I, I get where they're going with it. I get what they're trying to do, but it's the same thing. It's like, you've now reached this point in the story. You need to unlock this spell because we're going to make you use it one time, or you can choose to use it for the rest of the game. You have to go to yeah. class. And <laughs> you're going to go spend two seconds to chat about something. Like it's not even a, like, obviously they don't make you yeah. sit for Time to go class. ahead see the hot botany teacher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that was, that hit the internet. Uh, <laughs> but then you go, you go to class, you talk to the teacher for five seconds, you learn a new spell and then you fuck off. You're like, did you really have to make me like travel here to do this? Like half the time it early on, it makes sense. They're, they're talking about mechanics. There's like, you know, you have your, your extras that you can use your potions and your other things. But like yeah. later in the story, you're just like, I, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't need to learn that. It doesn't matter. I've got my four favorite spells that I've already picked. Yeah. Like, leave, leave me alone. Yeah. So is the story good? Like now that we're at that point? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's okay. Like, I think I, I am still not quite done. Um, mainly cause like Jordan, like I've been getting distracted. Like I've, I yeah. found enjoyment in like, just, Hey, that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I found enjoyment in just wandering, doing some stuff, like trying to find some collectibles and like, but I am getting to that point where I'm like, okay, I'm over leveled. I'm just going to beat the story and, and be done with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do have to say it is nice if you do wander and you overlevel everybody's like when you go on missions, the enemies scale with you. So if you wanted yeah. to oh, do cool. a bunch of stuff and then finish the game, it's not like you're just going to like, you're not rolling in with your level 99 Pokemon, just <laughs> leveling yeah. dudes with just like their level six Rattata, right? Like you're, you're actually kind yeah. of challenged depending on what uh, difficulty you have it on. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I I think for I think for people that'll that'll listen to this episode, I mean it it kind of sounds like we're largely negative about the game, um, <laughs> but but there are actually a lot of really good things. Um, yeah. You know the the story. I, I think I think you're gonna get more out of the story the more you know about the Harry Potter universe. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. You know I I think there's gonna be more enjoyment for some. Uh, the ending of the game is great, though. The final, uh, the final boss fight, I thought was incredibly uh, inventive. I thought it was unique. Um, it had some like cool puzzle elements to it. You weren't just mashing the attack button for like fifteen minutes. Like you actually had to do some different things during the fight, which I thought was uh, was actually quite uh, quite fun. I wish RPGs um, would get back to doing stuff like that yeah i agree yeah um the game looks gorgeous um like it is a very good looking game it looks like it is a next gen open world game um i know some people ran into some game bugs and some crashes i was very fortunate my playthrough was uh like i didn't have any of those issues my my Mm -hmm. game ran fine all the way through um you know so very happy with that um and then combat combat fun yeah i think i think combat is probably i think it's probably the highlight at least for me um there is a a a learning curve to it uh the only thing that i wish that they would maybe tweak and i don't know how you change this but once you get a ton of spells it gets really 
cumbersome to swap. So you get yes, three, you get four different like sets of four spells, and they're all tied to I think the D pad. Okay. Uh, no, like the X or, uh, X triangle circle square. Or sorry, yeah. Um, but to cycle between different oh, tile yes. sets, you have to like do a button sequence to like switch it yeah hold and on to well, hit hit the d-pad yeah uh, and like when you're in the middle of a fight the last thing you want to do is have to hold a button yeah and move off of the movement stick to tap the d-pad to switch to different spells um, that's that's how i felt about forespoken when i tried it yeah. it felt like yeah. the same sort same of thing, thing. Yeah. The, the issue here too it's like for for everyone's reference for mostly for kyle and daryl there's enemies who have like they'll have different shields and to break those shields, you have to use specific attacks. Like it's just, it's all color coordinated, right? So like this attack is red, yeah. so it breaks a red shield. So the issue gotcha. is that if if you have your on your your wheel, because you can only have four active spells at a time, is essentially like I end up having like one of each color, and then it's like yeah. okay, now yeah, it's yeah. set for everything. But then it's it just kind of like takes away from being able to use like some really cool combos because they teach you some, but yeah. unless you have those specific things, it's like to switch between tile sets. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it right. it well, feels very sense. much like, like, I don't know, like some of the switching in Horizon, same thing, right? Where you've got like yeah. fucking Wheel of Fortune of like 30 weapons. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I got to switch to this. I got to like, but you don't get the time slow mechanic. Like there's things like that where it's just like, I, I agree. I don't know how you do it better, but I wish it could be done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One bow and arrow. Yeah. 30 <laughs> different arrows, maybe. Yeah. One fucking bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> one bow. Give me one bow. I mean, it's, it's kind of the same thing even with ghost of tsushima like the further you get all into that game having to swap between all the stances in the same I was gonna fight say, like it can get a little game, bit convoluted sometimes this game would have benefited from like some of the older like uh wwe style games where like you're the the four buttons do different things but as soon as you hold r2 those four buttons do four different things yeah. then the whole like, r1 and they do four different things that's like, that would have been smart i think the r1 r2 cuz r2 if you just tap r2 that's just like your regular just like zap attack <laughs> and then if you if you hold r2 and hit one of the buttons that's like an actual spell it's an ability okay. yeah but i agree and then l1 is like it's like call of duty it's like throwing a grenade but like there's like different you have potions or whatever but I think yeah. I agree. I think if you did, I don't know if R1's actually keyed into anything. Hmm. I'd have to double no, check. Because block, block is triangle. Yeah. So yeah. I think you're right, Daryl. I think that's probably the best way is to have an R1, yeah. R2. So at least yeah. you then have eight spells to choose from, not just... Yeah, like you just would have more opportunity there. Yeah. You could have 12. Like You could just have the standard X squared triangle circle. Yeah. Then yeah. add R two to it. Then R add R one to it. You got twelve things to go. Like that just yeah. is, I don't know. There's a lot too. Yeah. That's, like, that's more of a learning curve for sure. Yeah, but that's yeah. the only thing is you're, you'll go through a dungeon and you'll be on your tile set for like movement, right? Like I need to pull that lever. I need to push this block. I yeah. need to make this thing mm-hmm. float, right? And then all of a sudden you're in a room with combat. You're like, shit, I got to switch tiles, and now I got to like go into combat. I can't just levioso this monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But you can, and then you shoot them with stuff. But then the issue is like, but what if you want to use like your invisibility mechanic and like sneak up on people? Like, there's, it always feels like I kind of want like five or six spells at least, and yeah. that's where like having four, you're just like shit. I, I need to yeah. change one thing. 
Yeah, I always felt like the amount of spells I had with me at the time wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, and, and then there were certain gameplay parts where I actually had to go into my menu and swap out s- certain spells oh, okay. um, to ones that were like to finish a puzzle or to, uh, you know, like gr- uh, brush the, the beasts uh, you know, like, like in your feeder, the, or you're like your little horse. Bush. Yeah, like like these spells aren't aren't attached to a to a, a button set. The theme song for My Little Pony playing yeah, right right around yeah. just for you. It's pretty much like what is it in Pokemon where you could like where you can feed them and like pet them like the the beauty yeah, centers or whatever. The new it's one you can that. wash them. The like three D the three D S stylus yeah, back yeah, in the day. Them, pet them yeah. with the stylus. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. So, oh, oh boy, we've we've gone a long way off tangent. <laughs> it's what we do. It's what we. Do. I, I know that's on brand. Um, I, I honestly, I, I mean, like, it seems like a pretty deep game that we could spend another hour talking hour. about. Yes. Yeah, um, but we're not going to do that because we're trying to let you fuckers figure it out for yourselves. We're, <laughs> we're gonna re- we're gonna respect your time. Yeah. Uh, um, I we I I do want to get a score from Trev though. Yeah, yeah. Party, I, I like, parting I, thoughts here. I like my IGN um, scores, you know. Yeah, um, I think right now, I think as someone who like like read all of Harry Potter, watched all the movies, like I'd probably give it an eight. Um, I think it, it's a game. It does lend itself if you're new to games or if you just want to have a really relaxing time and just explore and like, you know, do the Sims thing. Yeah, you can do that, and then if you want to rush through, do combat or just do the story, like it, it really lends itself to that, or even just explore, like get lost, like you're in Elden Ring or Skyrim or shit like that. Um, I think that's where it gets a better score than maybe some of you know the sum of the parts are greater than they should be. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because not not any one mechanic is like perfect or great, but I think they give it a lot of opportunities to to play it your own way. Right. So you can go your own way. Correct. All right. You can go your own way. That's all I wanted. All right, Jordan. Um, I'm close to T. I'd give it a seven and a half. Um, Okay. I think think my... I think my scores is mostly just personal fatigue with the genre um, Mm -hmm. and and less about the game itself. Um, it's it's not really fair, but fuck it, that's my score, and I don't <laughs> so. Um, but you uh, yeah, no, first, folks. I think I think to Trevor's point, the game does a lot of small things that collectively does make it a very enjoyable game. Um, but I I can't point to one specific thing where it's like, man, like you got to play this game for this, you know. Yeah. yeah for the quidditch or for you know this thing um it, it does feel largely samey with a mm-hmm. lot of open open world rpgs but if you're a fan of of harry potter i mean fuck it's it's the best game you got i was just gonna ask like as a if you were like a harry potter enthusiast efficient like with yeah. this with this hit all the marks that you yeah. want as a, like yeah. i'm the wizard now it will yes. it will tickle all the giblets <laughs> that you have. Well, there was one I didn't know if you knew this, Jordan, but apparently, so apparently, Carolyn had played some of the old because Portkey Games has existed. It was 
the yeah. the studio when they did all the really old stuff. In the game, when you learn a spell, you like learn the wand movement. You have to like trace a path and press a button at the same time. Mm. That's from the original games. Like when I first oh, learned, spell, oh, I didn't know I was that. Like, oh shit, they brought this back, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But apparently, that was like an old mechanic. But mm-hmm. I would okay. say, yeah, if you're, I didn't if know you're that. A, if you're a Harry Potter person, I would say the one thing they actually did that is like mind blowing or better than anybody else. If you consider world building of an interior space, like a, mm-hmm. a building as a whole, exploring the castle, like I don't care how many times I've been to a certain room or done something, I get lost every fucking time. <laughs> Whoever it's designed extensive. that, it is so complicated. Like it, it makes you think of like it's a magical building. It's kind of shifting and moving. There's so many things. Yeah, and that that to me is the part that really like makes the game. It's not the open world of being this huge open space. It's like mm-hmm. around the castle being like, oh, they did they put this here, they put this here, and like, I'm lost. Where the fuck am I? Where's the dungeons? Right, like that that part was really cool. Yeah, oh, I, I ended up in well, Hermione's room again. How did that? Happen? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, who didn't return the invisibility cloak? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Daryl's back in the herbology greenhouse again. <laughs> All right. Um, so you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Harry Potter or Hogwarts Legacy, according to Jordan. If you're a Potterhead, it'll tickle your giblets. You heard it here first, people. Indeed. Giblet tickling official. And I would, uh, I would call that good enough. Good enough. Good enough. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I'll throw one of those there. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at GEG Podcast. Check out our website, goodenoughgaming.com. And write us an email about anything from our episodes or something you would like us to discuss in the future. You can also now join us on Discord on the Good Enough Gaming Discord server. We really appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on this epic adventure of discussing all things gaming and nerdy. Please subscribe to the Good Enough Gaming podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to your podcasts and rate us five stars so we can find more good enoughers in the process. Just remember, we might not be great, but we are good enough. <laughs>